time for Tombstone Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss. Is it, wait, the movie yeah. Tell, I don't know what we're doing. Tell everybody yeah. what this is about. Well, well, Joe, what if someone hears all the buzz about Tombstone Minute and they just don't know? And they just go to the first episode and they're very confused. I want to make sure they know the most recent that they need to know. Start from the beginning, buddy. It's Start a minute long podcast on your favorite tombstones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about all the things we'd like to have on our tombstones. I think um, we should save that for a future episode, <laughs> what we would like on our tombstones. Uh, that's how the episode ends. We just scream out our favorite toppings. I just, um, just put Crying Jordan on mine. <laughs> uh, now I've lost the whole intro. So we uh, Sorry, America. Uh, minute by minute, movie tombstone. I'm Rob, and with me is my good friend, Joe. I'm here. I'm yes. ready. Okay. <laughs> We're a minute in, and we haven't even talked about minute 19, which is what the minute is the minute we will talk about is minute 19. What? Just, this are is you, off to Are you speaking English? <laughs> you, your dial, I'm a your man intro of is just as nonsensical as what the marshal, <laughs> the way he describes the Oriental in this minute. I'm a man of routine, and you threw me off. I, I totally so did is, that. On so purpose. is the marshal. This is minute 19. And in this minute, Wyatt Earp enters the Oriental. Not as in, like, the region of the world, but a uh, place. Uh, we don't call it that. No, I know. But in 1882, they did. And the nonpartisan anti-Chinese league also <laughs> yes. probably did. <laughs> so he, he enters in the Oriental, and we get to hear in the background one of the uh, better bit characters in this movie, uh, uh, Johnny Tyler. Uh, he's not nice. At all, <laughs> he is not nice. And uh, would you like to, uh, if people I, I'd don't like know, to, before we go inside, uh, if you don't mind, okay, let's talk about the way the marshal describes this place and compare it to what we actually see when we go in there. Okay, he describes it as a regular slaughterhouse. Yes. Um, okay. So what do you? You're you're watching this for the first time. You've seen a lot of westerns. You've stepped foot in a lot of saloons. Right? Yes. A saloon is described as a regular slaughterhouse. What do you want what do you expect to see when you walk in there? I expect it to look like what the casinos and bars look like now if you go about three blocks off Fremont Street in Las Vegas. <laughs> I, I expect to see one of those automated pianos. <laughs> yes. Someone swinging on a chandelier. Yep. Three dead bodies on the floor and just random gunfire, bottles smashing. Uh, I mean, just complete chaos. Instead, and he walks into the Oriental and it looks like an Applebee's at 2.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> it does It does look beautiful. Um, I mean, it looks... Oh, let, me, let me rephrase. It is a, another example of a beautiful set in this movie. Oh, yeah. We spent a lot of time in the Oriental in this movie. Yes. Um, Would you describe it as a regular slaughterhouse in there? No. But do you think he's describing it? Do you think he's describing the aesthetic as a regular slaughterhouse? Or do you think he means what happens? What happens in there? Figuratively, if you try to gamble there, because old uh, old Johnny Tyler is in there mucking up everything. Uh, I mean, I didn't interpret it that way. I, I interpreted it as a, a, just a rough place to go. 
and and like he he talks about how rough it is and how like it's kind of the only saloon that isn't doing well in that street yeah. and then like he his punctuation mark on that discussion is like even the high rollers won't go near it that doesn't make sense <laughs> It's like even the really wealthy people who demand the best won't go near it. It's that bad. It's, but whatever. I don't want to pick on the screenwriter. Um, um, but it, it's it it does look like a very nice place. But I feel like they must have run out of money or something to film this scene because there's, there's no barely one anyone in there. It is empty. And but I, oh, is it empty because of that, or is it empty because once again we got we got a madcap in there. I, I mean that's the real reason. It just like then they should he should describe yeah, it as I, like it's just a ghost town in there because you know no no one no one stops in there because the, this jerk is running the place. But to call it a regular slaughterhouse, I I don't I don't know. It's kind of weird. I I, I did some research into oh the, did you uh, the our, our 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 official podcast historian yes um much like the Grand Hotel it was also built in 1880. Um, so, you know, once again, this Queen of the Boomtowns, Tombstone, building all this stuff. Um, it's a historic property, still in Tombstone. So, you know, if we ever take the show on the road, we'll have to choose which place we're going to stay at. Um, and uh, it's, well, the other the other thing that we meet here, once we get into the Oriental, is we meet uh, Milt Joyce, the uh, the owner the proprietor of the establishment. Yes. I I should have looked up which actor plays Milt Joyce because I find that that that's another like small role that feels just really authentic. I really enjoy listening to Milt Joyce. I uh I enjoy a lot of the dialogue he he brings out. I think it's in the next minute where we really hear him say more, but there's a few lines he says that that feel uh, like they do come right out of like 1880. Yeah, it, it's really well done. Uh, and like he's kind of like the patron saint for everyone who hates conflict. Yes. <laughs> like he just sits there cleaning his glasses while some chubby dork bullies people. Ruins well, business. that chubby dork in the background, as we've mentioned a few times, is Johnny Tyler, who is played by a very, I don't know if he's ever been young, but a. Actually, I'm fairly confident he has been young before. I'm well. You show me. You prove that. That's for you to prove. <laughs> he was. He was born a 38 year old man. Yes. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, great, great stuff. Um, I know you have probably some opinions on uh, on Johnny Tyler here. <laughs> He's great. I love him. What? So at this minute, we don't actually we hear him in the background. Um, do, I think it's one of like eighteen times he threatens to slap somebody in this movie. Yes, and do you remember what he's most upset about? Why he's threatening to slap a man? Uh, someone keeps blowing cigar smoke in his face, right? Yes, very and, upset and, about the cigar smoke. As someone who spent some time at a gaming table or two in his day, I can I empathize with him. That is very irritating. I also. With I do find it funny though, because if we're hearing it, let's assume that Wyatt is also hearing um, Johnny Tyler go on a tirade about a cigar. Uh, I find it fantastic that Wyatt decides to order a cigar at the bar. <laughs> yeah, it's a great like he's like, well, I'm gonna I'm trolling this guy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I did, uh, continuing about research, you know how we talk about what's real, what's not real, and then uh, you mentioned earlier that uh, you think the movie, the movie, uh, what happens in the movie is often much more interesting than what happens in real life. Uh, this is a good example of it. Milt Joyce was indeed a real person who worked at the Oriental. I think he owned it. Um, he did have a big encounter with Johnny Tyler, but it goes a little differently. Um, okay. Essentially, Doc Holliday and Johnny Tyler were playing cards, and um, they got into a big argument. And then I think Doc left or something, and, and Milt had to, like, escort him out. And then, like, Doc, like, got all upset and started firing his gun and actually shot actually shot Milt Joyce. Oh, no. Uh, but he survived, like, sh- shot him in the hand or something. Like, it's some <laughs> crazy drunken brawl where, like, all Johnny Tyler is is a man who is playing cards that upset Doc Holliday. And it's poor Milt Joyce that is the one that deals with it all. <laughs> Which I think it is true, though, that White did become a pharaoh dealer uh, at the yes. Oriental. So, I mean, we're sort of, like, you know, economy of characters here, kind of blending things into 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 stuff for the movie, which I'm totally fine with. Yeah, and and it sort of establishes here that that Wyatt can spot a coward immediately just by listening to him. Like he knows this guy is is nothing just from over overhearing it. And I think this stuff with the script is interesting because um, if you sort of look back, this script um, it was Kevin Jar that wrote the script, who's since passed away, um, but. It's it, it, like you hear about the script. The script is like apparently fantastic. You hear anyone who ever, um, and I don't want to get too much into this because we have a lot of minutes to talk about this, but he uh, had the script and he actually was originally supposed to direct it, but he's never directed anything and it went disastrously. And then that's when they called in um, George. Um, God, I can't think of the director's name right now. George Cosmatis. Is that it? Um I'm just going to let you hang out there with that. Yep. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Thanks for coming <laughs> in there. Um, the, but uh, you kind of hear that they had to cut a lot of that script. Like, the script probably would have worked better as a miniseries. And I know yeah, some people are, I guess especially people who are really into historical Old West, would like to have this be more accurate. But you know what? Well, it, as someone movie, doing a minute-by-minute minute podcast, I'm very glad they did not make it into a miniseries. Yes. Um, I, I'm happy that they took liberties the way they did. And I, we're going to get to minutes as we move forward. But, uh, when people argue that this movie, uh, should be longer, um, are, I think that's the wrong way. (laughs) I think this movie should be shorter and there should be things that are cut out of it to make it stronger. Yeah. We haven't gotten to those parts yet. No, we will. And we will be passionate about that. Um, the other thing before I I end this uh, end this minute because we have minute twenty is going to be a tour de force of Johnny Tyler. Um, there, I forgot about this. Do you do you or did you ever own the DVD of this movie? You know, I w- I was thinking about that. I I, I went right from B- VHS up to Blu-ray. Um, okay, and the, but the DVD has a director's cut, right? It does, and I, um, I don't know that I ever saw the director's cut. So, I'm a little worried about listeners that might be watching the director's cut, and it's going to screw this up a little bit oh, for them. Oh man, 
Oh no! I'm uh, yes. Right. I said worried. I'm genuinely worried. <laughs> well, I have seen the director's cut, and um, it, this is another example of where some people think it makes movies stronger because it, it brings in a little more about Sharon McMaster's and and Doc Holliday. Um, nothing, and I'll I'll try to mention when we get to sequences that uh, would be different with the director's cut. This is not one of them, um, but uh, this. I'm happy that we are doing the original theatrical version and not the version that's six. It's either six. I think it's like six or eight minutes longer. Well, that's not that much longer. No, but it does add a few scenes, yeah. but nothing. Like I said, we'll we'll get to it when we get there. Do you have anything else to add on this? I've sort of rambled on uh, about this, about the writing and different versions of this. I'm I'm I as someone who either I probably have I'm sure I have seen the director's cut but I don't really off the top of my head remember the differences so I'm looking forward to hearing about that. All right, uh, but no about this minute no no I don't I don't think I have much more to say. Anyway. All right, well, uh, listeners, tomorrow minute twenty, uh, get get ready. We're gonna be uh, talking a lot about Johnny Tyler. Let's get in his world. That's right. <laughs>